this is Jude Null, and you're listening to the Norse Up Podcast, a production for NKU by NKU to highlight the expertise of our university's faculty and staff. Joining me is my co-host, Clayton Castle. Today, we're chatting with Shonda Harris, Director of Esports at NKU. Shonda is an NKU alum with a degree in sports business. She helped NKU establish its first varsity esports team as a consultant in 2020 and joined the university last year as a professor of practice and director of esports. Since 2020, the program has grown from a single three-person Rocket League team to include five teams and more than 25 players. Shonda, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, For those who might still be unfamiliar with esports, could you just give us a brief overview of what esports is or are? Esports is the competitive nature of gaming. Um, uh, It's similar to traditional sports and where gamers get together, they compete in various different titles. And um, that's what we do here at the university. Um, Our titles are Valorant, Rocket League, League of Legends, Fortnite, and Overwatch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so these are largely team-based sports, similar to the kind of sports like basketball, baseball that people traditionally associate with college athletics. Could you give us a brief overview of what these games are like and how they might be similar and different to you know, things people traditionally associate with athletics? One thing I will say is um, when creating the teams, we have a variety. So we have male and female gamers that play together. You don't see that in traditional sports on the competitive level. It's usually male or female gaming. Um, For us, we have a very diverse group within our our, um, group of students that we have playing. some of the other things I can say uh, that relate traditional to traditional sports is the competitive nature, but also the family, like the camaraderie, the community. They come together. Um, one of the things I was talking to someone recently and he was, you know, experienced for the first time in a sports tournament. And he was, you know, blown away by the fact that in traditional sports, you just play, you know, shoot the basket, you run down court, you turn on. He's like, I was loving the fist bumps, you know, <laughs> after every everything they did, the fist bumps and, you know, everybody's turning to each other and they're congratulating you, you know, on the, the last play that you did, that sort of thing. So that's one of the, the natures of esports that I like. One of the things I don't like is when my gamers are competing and I'm watching because <laughs> it's intense. <laughs> it's intense. Very, very intense, but um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I mean. What esports is about. And I mentioned before that it started with Rocket League. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. How did it grow from that? What were some of the titles that came directly after that, and sort of how has it evolved? Um, so I was not here for the titles that really came after it. When I came, they were like, "Yeah, so remember we were Rocket League. Now we're Valorant, Overwatch." I think it all came at once. You know, it wasn't a, a gradual. We went from Rocket League to Valorant, Valorant to Overwatch. It was like we brought all these games in at once, and so now we've gone from. Um, one season competition to like one title in the season for competition to now five. So it didn't, there was no gradual there. <laughs> so you talked a little bit about how competitions work in, in particular tournaments. Um, in fact, NKU won a Rocket League tournament uh, last year. I believe it was the Bluegrass Battle. Yes, they've won it every year. Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> I actually, I think you or perhaps Dean Buss sent me a link of 
like the full tournament and it was about yes. an hour and a half long. I watched all hour and a half and I loved every bit of it. Rocket League just oh, seems like you. such a fun game. Can you talk a little bit about how competitions work against other schools? So it, it's different in a sense. So there's, we are in three different conferences, right? Um, but something like the Bluegrass Battle is not even in a conference of competition. Um, it's something that UK puts on through their club and they invite different teams from you know around the country to come and play. And of course, NKU has gone to each one and one. Now, when we're in competitive in the conference play, that's a little bit different because we're going up against different universities within the conferences. That play comes into um, more of the online as opposed to the Bluegrass Battle, which is a land tournament in person. Um, but it's still as intense. I will say watching it, um, we have, we've had watch parties and it's been amazing to watch our gamers compete, but it's also very stressful. Um, but the land, that was like the first land tournament that I had been to collegiate wise. So it was loud. <laughs> it was loud. And, you know, you had some of the other coaches, I will say not players, not gamers, but they were loud as well. So it, it gets intense, but I know for our guys and our Rocket League team, they are the ones to be watched, you know, when at those competitions. I can attest to how um, how intense those are. When I was watching, even though I knew that NKU was going to win the tournament, every time I watched <laughs> NKU play, I felt like I was at an NKU basketball game. Every time they, you know, had the had the ball. Rocket League, for those who don't know, it's kind of like um, soccer. How, how would you explain it? Like soccer meets... I call it car ball. It's like soccer's um, playing soccer with cars. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. And... You know, they played likes of, like you said, UK. I think UC might have been in that bat mm-hmm. in that tournament as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it does get intense. So I, I love watching these sports, and I think more people should check it out. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, so we also have an official esports venue here on campus called mm-hmm. the Sandbox. Uh, it's located in Founders Hall. What is the in-person atmosphere of a match cool. like we already kind of talked about it but um, what, what's the sandbox like oh my goodness so we don't actually have people who come in and spectate in the sandbox so we have a watch party down the hall um thanks to honors college because they that's where we kind of hold them for right now and on any you know during the season in the fall we had people who competed we had our teams in there and on any given night every single computer oh. is occupied so you might have Rocket League going on, Overwatch, Valorant, League of Legends. And when I tell you it gets hot in the room, <laughs> it gets hot, <laughs> it gets intense. Um, and then there's some nights where um, we do shout casting. You know, this um, this season is actually our first time where we've done shout casting for another game besides Rocket League. And we're excited. I have two female shoutcasters. So that is something last night, like literally they got on there, they did their thing. I was, I was excited. Um, but that's what we're looking to do. You know, we're looking to create diversity within the group and bring in, you know, more people who may not be on the teams, but want to be part of it. So. So if someone is in high school and they're a, sort of in a <laughs> yeah, if they're an aspiring, uh, you know, gamer that wants to play on a collegiate level, how does how do the colleges how do the colleges field their teams? Um, it's a lot of um, in-house recruiting. Mm-hmm. Um, so they may 
I mean, we do get sometimes where um, we'll get some sort of lead on a player that's really good. But most of the times we do go to our team and we're like, hey, can you check out this person? Can you check out this one? I mean, every college does it differently because even within esports on a collegiate level, you can have professional gamers. So you might get someone who wants to come to NKU and they're a professional gamer or, or wherever they want to go to college and they're a professional gamer. So they come to you in many different ways. Um, but we always use our current team and our current gamers for just a little more information on whether or not they, they would be a fit for the team. And you mentioned it a little bit before, but how else do students get involved with esports outside of just being on the team? Ooh, we have an esports club right here on campus. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm not the advisor for it, but I do talk to them a lot. Um, we are trying to really get them involved in a lot of what we do on the varsity level in the way of, you know, hosting watch parties or. Um, maybe being part of production or some of our small projects. Like right now, I am looking for any students that have the skill set to um, do web page design, social media, graphic design, or just want to get the experience in some sort of production mm -hmm. side of esports. And I know that you studied sports management here at NKU. Um, <laughs> was esports something you were always interested in getting into, or was it something you got into later? Uh, no. <laughs> um, so for me, I will, I'm going to age myself right now. My first gaming console was an Atari back in, you know, when they first came out years. Um, <laughs> So I played video games for the longest time. My sister actually was the video game guru, my youngest sister. She actually was, you know, every year getting some sort of gaming console that I was playing with her on. Um, but I was more traditional sports. So I was the person, you know, I wanted, I played basketball, ran track, cheerleading, you know, I did that. And how I got into um, esports is thanks to the pandemic. I was an event manager. Mm -hmm. So when the pandemic happened, you know, that's gig economy. There was nothing for me to do because we weren't having events. And the company that I worked for, they were just at, at one point we were planning an esports tournament actually for Mount St. Joe's that was supposed to be planned out and we we're doing that. And then literally our CEO came to myself, another NKU alum that worked with me and said, I want to start an esports program. And we were like, uh, what? <laughs> so it was literally, you know, diving in to esports. What is esports? Now, I had the concept of gaming because I always played games, mm -hmm. but I never had the concept of competitive gaming. So, again, thank you for coming on the podcast. We have one final question for you. What is your vision? What's your goal? What are your goals for the esports program? Um. So right now I'm working on a lot of little projects. Um, I want to do a lot of outreach to the local schools like Cincinnati Public Schools, Northern Kentucky Public Schools that are starting their esports programs. Um, we are actually working in school right now where we brought a group of students on campus and they got to tour our esports facility. We talked to them about esports, but um, I saw a need to expand that. So to let them know, I mean, 
it was crazy because a lot of them had never been on a, a college campus. Um, to me, that was crazy, but to them not. So I connected with, you know, the advisors at the school and I was like, hey, we need to set up some sort of program, you know, that we could bring students here that they can learn about esports, but also learn what NKU has to offer in the way of education. Um, I would love ultimately, and I don't even know, ultimately, I would love to host some sort of regional high school esports tournament or even on a bigger level, you know, something where it's a qualifier for a professional sports team, a professional, you know, Rocket League or something like that. I just want the program to build and remain around NKU um, and, you know, for future to come because everybody games, right? You know, people game. And the biggest, the hardest thing I have right now is people understanding. Like, you know, 40,000 people are watching somebody play a video game. Like, what? That doesn't make sense. So just to get some sort of visibility across campus. Like, I want people at NKU community to know about esports like they know about athletics. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, Shonda, thank you so much for being on the podcast. This has been a lot of fun. Where can people find more information about the NKU esports? Oh, program? so one of the things I like, we have an esports minor, mm -hmm. so you'd have to go to the College of Business for that. But um, we also are very, very um, social media. So you can follow us on Twitter at NKU esports. We also have NKU underscore Twitch on our Twitch channel. So we want you to tune in um, and watch through that. We are on the website. Um, we're still developing that. Um, but we are, re we are getting um, more visibility on TikTok. We're coming out with that and um, Instagram. So we're getting all of those together, but right now heavily on Twitter. Great. Well, thank you again. This has been Shonda Harris, um, Director of Esports here at Northern Kentucky University. Thank you again for listening to the Norse Up podcast. Again, you can find us on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If we're not on there, let us know, and we will get you get on there. That way you can listen. Also, be sure to follow NKU Magazine on Twitter, at NKU Magazine. It's been another episode of the Norse Up Podcast, and as always, remember to Norse Up. Norse Up.